Welcome to Beyond Deserve Season 4, Episode 3. It's October 29th, and on this episode, Twitter gets new honors. And it is going to be fantastic all this Halloween. Trick or treat! However, in the rest of the markets, it seems that the rest of the fangs or mangs have fallen into disrepair. The madness of an election where sick people are trying to get into elected office. We'll discuss all of that and more. And this is an investigation into the world event crisis. And then on our main topic, it is about what is going on with Warner Brothers Discovery. And what does this have to do with what teens watch and what teens see from both Pew and UCLA Research. The choice of November is really clear as day. Plus, news you miss, a preview of the newish Guru Gothic, the preview of the bonus that we have, space news, and what's coming up next week. All this and a whole lot more on today's episode of Beyond This Earth. This is Beyond This Earth. Welcome to Beyond This Earth. This is Novin Hollerback. That's Hollerback. Well, this has been an eventful couple of days. There are some news items that will smatter around during this main segment because this main segment comes at a time where a lot of other things are happening. So, trying to quickly get into the whole swing of things to coin a phrase. First off, Twitter got new ownership. Elon Musk has officially become the new owner of Twitter and has fired the head of the safety council, the CFO and the CEO of Twitter. Fired them, gave them nice packages, said, move on, you're out. A lot of other people are also out. He made a statement before he took over Twitter, before he trolled people with bringing a whole kitchen sink, and he did it in that particular sense. Said it will not be a free-for-all. Well, duh. He has laws in the United States he has to obey, too. Of course, in other laws in other particular places. He is trying to keep things on an even keel. He is also trying to do certain things to make sure that those that were banned for spurious or strange reasons get their account back. And a lot of people that have been banned before, like Mr. Trump, who says he is not coming back to Twitter, he already has a place called True Social. Said that things are now in capable hands. Twitter, just to continue on the same track, Musk said that he might be able to restore those accounts that were taken out for no reason whatsoever or the reason was not even given. And now that the source code is now becoming open source, which means there will be way more Twitter clones. 
there will be other particular things to come out of it as well and it is just going to get crazy from here on out and already they're testing the system out to see if oh maybe we can say certain things that have been banned that are no longer banned because the safety and security council people are gone and most of them have left he's gonna look into the code and there's gonna be some wild stuff that he has he's gonna find out and i'm not gonna say that the government is involved in some of the dealings that he's doing with twitter but when you see certain things that should not be seen oh there's gonna be some problems and some changes what is he going to do to twitter to make it viable nobody knows all i know is is that these accounts these accounts and the multiple accounts that people have some of them for business reasons some of them for personal reasons and others they are going to come into a serious place a serious situation and we need to look at that some of them are bots most of them are bots and some of them may not be bots and he is gonna have to get rid of these bots and then move into another place where they can reach to a level where it, it, the Twitter will be viable. Like Pinterest is viable. I mean, the issue with this, the situation with the rest of the internet was, and I think that if you really think about it it makes sense but it's stupid and i won't but it makes pin interest a lot of money here is what i'm trying to get at pin interest had very strict rules concerning all of the what many people call degeneracy and all the rest of it from its platform Everyone else, including Twitter, was a bit iffy on it, especially Facebook. And in many ways, advertisers trusted TikTok less, pin interest more, and have given pin interest more cachet than it actually deserves. And people do not like that aspect. Pin interest has become mainstream. But it is so under the table, people don't recognize how pernicious it is when it comes to how it handles images from the rest of the internet. And there you have some pernicious things that they're doing as well, which is very, very um spurious if you want to put it in that particular sense but they're succeeding and a lot of others are failing so people need to figure this one out big time and I, they need to do it really quick so twitter is now in the hands of elon musk 
Musk could turn Twitter into, there's so many ideas for Twitter that a lot of people may not recognize is that Twitter can become a protocol, not just necessarily a platform if people know what they're doing. Protocol in the sense that these tweets can can be used with Starlink and all the things he wants to do for Mars as a way to send information or send DMs and all the rest of it. He can build it the same type of protocol just like he did, just like WhatsApp is and all the rest of it. I can see it in that direction. I can see he moving it into an instant messenger um, larger part dimension and then the tweets in one sense and all the rest of these things. By making it open source, a lot of the things that Twitter tried to hide can be fixed in other particular programs, especially concerning with Tumblr, especially maybe Substack. The, the possibilities are absolutely endless. Oh, and another thing, the way they handle images and the rest of it, don't let Midjourney get a hold of it because if Midjourney figures out how they handle images and how they compression images and all the rest of it, they can do some damage with that information. So you have to be extremely careful about this open source technology and what they do, how they handle images and the rest of it. There's another thing that Twitter could be used for and they have the capability of doing this and some of it may be worthwhile. They could be competitors to TikTok and YouTube at the same time using Twitter Blue. They could compete on that same level. They already built out the technology for it. They already built it out. The issue is how is he going to configure that technology for all sorts of devices, platforms, and all the rest, and a whole lot of it. There's another. That's one thing he could do with it with Twitter. So there's three ways he can move Twitter into three different directions to make money. I don't see that the problem was the main problem was their safety security council. We all know where they came from and we all know what type of people that were in there. We told you about the gamer geek psyop many years ago, and this was a part of the, uh, the issue. Uh, um, uh, Yasha Levine taught that some of the people that were working on that particular council, some of their friends were connected to Tor and the whole rest of it, and Navy counterintelligence and a whole lot of it. It is all interconnected in ways people cannot possibly predict. Even self, both Sarah Jong and another one who was connected to Weave, both came, went into the New York Times because of the things they did in the Twitter and Safety and Security Council, and they put in the good word for them. So, folks, let's not kid ourselves here. This had to happen. This was going to happen. One of them was going to go private again, and it is Twitter. It could have, should have been Pinterest, but it's Twitter, which tells you a lot about what they see in Pinterest. 
Rent interest is the main issue and y'all need to be very cautious of what they're doing. Be very cautious because a lot of the people from Twitter, they gonna move into pin interest and then they might try to pull something. You don't think they don't just, people don't just sleep on things all day. Y'all gotta be careful with that. Moving right along. In the rest of the tech world, it has been a bloodbath. Third quarter results, disastrous. Meta lost 20% of its value. It was a laughing stock. You had to get your popcorn ready, cause my God. Mm, mm, mm. The vapors and the sweats, bro. Tyler Durden, not his real name, but Tyler Durden from Zewahead said the following. With the core gaining seasons now behind us, Fang goes off a five of earnings as lackluster earnings from the group this week dampened sentiment and underscored the impact of the fair tightening regime. What Merkel did, it didn't help the cause. The GDP reports for the U.S. economy rebounded after two quarterly contractions, all driven by net exports. And briefly, it says we have concerns of an imminent recession. Consumer spending remains under pressure because of persistent inflation. After the bell, Amazon was out with an extremely disappointing miss, which set the stock down as much as 21%, followed by Apple with a low quality P driven by A's, such as Goldman Mitchell milking the rights that this morning that it's going to be harder to compartmentalize these spends, like we see with Microsoft, Google, Meta, giving Amazon and Apple made 10% weighting of the S&P. And sure enough, the NASDAQ 100 reported since then, a $675 billion white bottle the past two days as disappointing earnings prompted a liquidation spree amid the deterring rating profit outlook. Next day, 100 futures slumped 1% at 7.30 a.m. in New York, set the trade lower for a third day as reports from Amazon and Apple Hersonament. Contrasting S&P 500 were down 0.4%, dropped as much as 1% earlier, and yet, after recent weekends, the S&P is set for a second great read of gains for the first time in August, but man, according to speculation, the fast will force to be pivot soon. The 10-year benchmark measure yield surpassed 4% as a rally in government bonds begin to fizzle. Government bonds this week were void by hopes that policymakers are preparing a challenge shift in aggressive take heights amid softer economic data. The dollar collapse, which seems to find much of this week amid speculation of coordinated intervention, has started to crack, and that dollar index is sharply higher today after the yen tumble following the BOG's announcement to maintain YCC and not change monetary policy for a long time, despite some half-baked rumors to the contrary. Well, and they were doing some shit with other stocks too, so it, 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 it's been crazy. It's been crazy. I'm going to tell you why, in no simple terms, why this is happening. And it's very fucking simple. Facebook 
has turned Instagram into TikTok, where nobody wants to deal with TikTok, who were fans of Instagram. No one. Google destroyed Stadia. Took a damn bloodbath with Stadia. Said it was the future of gaming. That ain't more. It's gone. Netflix? Uh, we're no longer allowing password sharing. Come on, folks. Are we stupid? To understand why the investors are spooked out of their goddamn minds? And then when Meta came out and said we spent 15 million, 15 billion dollars on the Metaverse and motherfuckers don't have legs in this Metaverse and there are things that Nintendo and Sony have done better. I mean, has anybody forgotten Second Life and especially PlayStation Home? Have anybody forgot that? On a lesser technology? Huh? Anybody forgot that? Y'all forget too easy. These companies are zero. Zero! They haven't done anything different. Let's not forget both Apple and Amazon boondoggles of sports right fees. The ratings aren't showing up. Oh, and a boondoggle concerning in Amazon's corner with this rings of power. And we're going to have a second season. Oh, we got a lot of media stuff we got to discuss. Especially changes that I have already predicted that is going to happen. Oh, you're going to love what they're going to do with a certain show from Britain. <laughs> no, I, I told people, wait, 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 wait back. There's going to be new owners and new sub rights and all these other things because these dudes are Dion. Dion. Done. 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 You done. This election season, I can't stand it. I cannot stand what is going on in this race in Pennsylvania concerning Fetterman and Mehmet Oz. I feel so bad for Fetterman that people have to put so much technology out there in order to get this man to even try to succeed in these debates. Absolutely asinine. A competent candidate would have handled Oz easily, but this man, be honest here, 
and we're not just talking about him as a, they, we were worried about certain, there were worries about certain other people which, uh, with strokes too. You don't want to see no man get a stroke. Not any man, not even your words when you get a stroke. It is devastating to the brain and brain functions and success in life. Very dangerous to have a stroke. And if it's not caught in time, things will get worse from there. It just gets progressively worse. Not caught within the next 30 seconds, one minute. Life expectancy is short. Very short. So to see Fetterman with obvious medical conditions, what we even see on the TV, enlarged neck, all the rest of it, it's not pretty to witness or to watch or to see. And to see this debate, it shouldn't have been a debate. Dan, they complain about who's discussing it, but they asked for this debate. Had to use closed captioning the whole nine yards. It's sad to witness and see. It seems on both ends, on each side of the rainbow as it is. Now, I don't want to even consider that a rainbow. Pardon my language. They... Both in the Republicans, Democrats have put in candidates, whether you agree or disagree on some of their mannerisms concerning the election that just passed and their issues with it, whether they're for or against it. Some of these candidates are not that strong. They've proven me wrong when they won the election. Like, Mrs. Green, when she won. And Carrie Lake seems to be, for governor, a pretty strong candidate. Carrie Lake is not doing too well. But a lot of the backstabbing and political violence that are beginning to start up. We heard with Paul Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi's husband who was attacked at his home. Um, people are saying it didn't happen, but there, there's injuries, there's a dead, but it didn't happen the way it had thought it happened. Just, another Justice Smollett incident, they're saying, we'll see. However, the political violence that has been going around, especially more on the Republican side, that are victims of this violence and has been underreported. Yeah. With the Supreme court justices, especially after Roe v. Wade, there's a problem and it, it has got to end very soon in some way. And in some fashion that political speech and political and political understanding of association should not be used as a cudgel 
to destroy people's lives. It's, it's, it is what it is. It's sad, but it is what it is. In other news, the Senate investigation concerning with the world event crisis and where it started, the Republican senators have finished their report and basically they have enough How should we say this? Push towards or enough evidence to link China with the leak of the pandemic in China in a Wuhan factory. And they're basically blaming China for all this. And there is some parts of the report that are saying, well, there may have been some culpability from the United States. Not that they're fully saying that Fauci is doing this, but there were culpability by certain operatives in the Democratic Party to undermine their own Democratic president at the time this was coming out for this particular pandemic to go about and continue to fester around. So, that is some of the things that are happening on that particular end as well. And folks, why did it take so long for people to recognize what this is all about? Why did it take so long? Why does it have to take that long? It shouldn't. I'm not surprised that it took so long for the Senate Republicans to get to this matter three and a half years, maybe too late. Now we're seeing um, incidences of not only the rebounding COVID with two new strains, we're seeing flu rising. We're seeing respiratory illnesses with children. The pediatric beds are becoming full. And then on top of the things that are happening with both new supervisors being built in Boston University, as it were, and all this type of shenanigans going on, it really becomes clear that how are we going to solve or how is science going to solve the shenanigans that have been played, especially with this pandemic? I was watching, um, look, it's Hollywood. They do whatever they fucking please. But, well, but it was CSI Vegas. Just a little bit. I wasn't watching too much. I was getting ready for the show and trying to help 
around but certain things that have to be taken care of, especially the things that I'm about to announce later on on the program, on the on the broadcast. I need, there needs to be an explanation on the type of PPE thing that was used in this particular show and why Oh, why we didn't see any of that type of PPE any fucking goddamn time concerning with COVID. I never saw that rubber PPE any fucking place. Any fucking place. Not one time, not one place, not one anywhere. Not China, not Japan, not South Korea. Not one day, not one of place. But I keep seeing in Hollywood. Where was their PPE when it was needed during the pandemic? Not one time, did not exist. Was not available, too expensive. That's when I knew motherfuckers weren't serious enough to stop this pandemic even if it's weak even if it's there and all the rest of it you have to expect the worst of our health system because it's not a health system it's a death system and i'm not talking about oh do socialized medicine i'm saying that the bullshit that they play in medical industry medical insurance industry is beyond the pale Beyond the pale. Socialized medicine ain't gonna help. Look what's going on with the UK and NHS with all the spend they're doing concerning this. And look at what Medicare is doing in the United States, especially with some of these young kids who are taking away their chest and all the rest of it, going into all these particular hormones and chemical-induced things to, you know, try and placate emotions and things of that nature. It is what it is. And Medicare is paying for all of this, where people are delayed for months with major surgery from teeth, the heart, the cancer, all the rest of it. And here's where the money is going. So think about what all this is and the choices people make in this world, these people make in this world. Carl Denninger said it, and I said it last week, and I wrote some of it last week, and he said it in very simple terms, basic terms this is all about money and the more money they make the better off they are and i pretty much said they're only making this money because of prostitution so it always goes back to roll tomasi what he talks about with sexual market sexual dating all the rest of it 
y'all need to figure y'all need to solve this fucking problem real fucking quick with this prostitution nonsense because that's what this is coming up next on beyond this earth we're going to talk about warner brothers and the whole nine yards about it what's going on in the animation industry what's going on with kids and viewing and all the rest of it and a whole lot more that's coming up next on beyond this earth this is over the we'll be back right after this Beyond This Earth will continue right after these messages. We now return you to Beyond This Earth. Welcome back to Beyond This Earth. This is Novin Hollerback. I know I'm doing this a little bit later, this recording a little bit later, but better late than never. First off, what's going on with Warner Brothers? I have to start from the very beginning, and I'll keep it as simple and short as I can. Warner Brothers back in 2015, 16 gets bought, or negotiations start for the company to be sold to AT&T. They completed it a few years later, a few months later, I believe. Time Warner gets bought. They sold the company. The, the company gets bought in by AT&T. AT&T holds the company for about two years. They set up HBO Max, seeing how Netflix was succeeding with Stranger Things and others. But however, things didn't really go the way it was planned. AT&T then sells it or renegotiates a way out of it. So Zasloff and Discovery comes in, handles their business, and now they have become Warner Brothers Discovery. Zaslov comes in and starts cleaning out a lot of things they have that have been done in the company for many many years. Second, uh, uh, a lot of fluff, SS dross were taken out, and some of that had to deal with animation especially in the cartoon network and cartoon network studios which has now been shuttered whereas warner brothers animation and their three major divisions hannah brought barbera europe yeah they use the hannah barbera name in europe where craig mcgracken is trying to set up a new series of the powerpuff girls um, Cartoon Network now, Warner Brothers Animation now is fully available. They run in it, and that has switched um, Jason DeMarco from now being a senior vice president at Warner Brothers Animation based in Atlanta, and he still is working on, um, let me see, he still is the senior vice president of Adult Swim, uh, in in adult animation, he still reports to the person that is now working for HBO and HBO Max, 
in that division concerning um, adult animation others. So he's a SEAL Phoenix Vice President, Adult Swim, and all the rest of it. Moving on from there, um, a lot of shows got removed from HBO Max. Some of them were from the Looney Tunes series that they recently said they were going to do 200. We only saw about 60, uh, 60 something of that. They did a couple larger specials. Zaslav then decided that most of these ones will be moving to Netflix and other places of that nature as he tries to reboot Warner Brothers, uh, uh, I mean, um, HBO Max into a service that will also contain Discovery Plus. A lot of people are saying that he is focused on moving this thing towards a sale of the company. Rumors have been saying that it would be um, Disney. It will be not, not, excuse me. It would be Universal, Comcast, will buy Time, uh, uh, Time Warner, Warner Brothers Discovery, or the Warner Brothers section of Discovery, and it will be sold to um, NBC, which will then merge HBO Max and Peacock into one entity that will allow pay-per-views and all the rest of it. I don't see that happening. There is another rumor that have been saying that Zaslov and on CBS have been working closer together, even though he's friends with Mr. Roberts, that it would be CBS that will now own Time Warner via Viacom, Viacom, Paramount, and HBO Max will then merge, it will be Showtime and HBO that will ultimately merge together and then that will be Paramount Plus Ultimate. They, they will just turn it into Paramount Peaks, which was supposed to be the name of the com- of the streaming service anyway. And already things have started on CBS's end concerning with them being linking Paramount Plus and CBS Studios and all of their production apparatus as one entity as they start to move certain shows away from CBS being the real law bolt and all the rest of it to Paramount Plus whereas they're, they're saying also there is no difference between what we're doing with Paramount Plus, CBS, and all the other networks that they own. You're gonna have another situation where they will sell that company, sell that aspect of Tom Warner to CBS. And we're gonna see that in the future. That's another rumors that, and the rumor for that one is much more close, closer for CBS than is NBC because of the NCAA and the deal that CBS made with the Big Ten in particular when concerning the NCAA, plus they use certain services from both CBS Sports. A lot of the people also work at CBS Sports for the National Football League with um, Tom Warner, with Tom Warner when they're doing the NBA, 
You have um, Iron Eagle and Kevin Holland, who's now the lead for the NBA for TNT ever since um, um, Marv Albert retired. And you're seeing, and you see Brian Thompson sometimes go work for CBS at, no, he works for Fox, but he, he, he at times were, he works for Fox, but he still works for MLB Network, also working with them. And you also have some um, Fox connections between them and there, but a more CBS on that particular end. The, the question is then with the animation side, there were a lot of deep misgivings with Zaslav's decisions, but I will explain some of the reasons why he did this and why a lot of people are moving away, why they're chasing something that can no longer be reached in a moment. But Zaslav has made some interesting deals. One, he has made full deals with Inside the NBA crew, Charles Barkley being the longest one for seven years, he will do other things for Tom Warner as well. They're working on a deal with AEW for a long-term deal. They will try to treat it as a sport. You begin to see some of the wrestlers moving away from a lot of these particular ghostly things, scary stuff, all the rest of it. That's something to be talked about there we're seeing that and um um we're seeing that come about um there's another thing that's also happening concerning that front um they've also made deals concerning with certain shows from hbo today they spent a little bit of money with um, House of the Dragon. Um, there have been some other inklings that um, Black Adam did well, despite this was the only two um, particular movies they had enough budget in their side to handle these particular things. And so some of the dealing, and then we also have um, CNN this morning, which will be a rehash of CBS this morning. And all the rest of it coming around. When it comes to the animation side and how hurtful this has been, I think Zaslav saw something and people around them saw something they did not like. And it was told, and it wasn't told, it was told in very unspecific terms that this is not this the way they're doing animation the way they hired and the way they handled a lot of these things were not viable not viable at all so what has begun to happen in certain cases is that there are certain shows that are still on cartoon network they still have their cartoon Nito block they still have all these other particular blocks as well they're doing a the 30th anniversary special, which they are about to finish later on in the month and towards the end of the year. They're still doing that special. But a lot of the shows that they have taken out of 
HBO Max are going to be sold to these other companies to at least make some cash. But the thing is, for some of these contracts, some of these contracts were put on a way, a way in order to pay for in order to pay for their health insurance, which is absolutely was smart, but ultimately backfired on them badly. Because the way the art looked and the way the art animated and the way the stories were told, it, 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 it was going to backfire big time. And the real people I feel sorry for ultimately and this is somewhat connected to what was going on with this AI thing that I mentioned last week in the third segment. Some of it, I'm very disappointed. People should be saddened about is that one of the co-creators of Affinity Train, it recently got pregnant and is trying to bring a child into this world. And all of a sudden, because of her friend's connections with certain political movements and ideologies and all the rest of it, and they didn't want it in the business per se, you're now seeing that the backlash has happened and she got caught up in it, and I feel sorry for her. You do not want to see somebody who actually has a good show on her hands, despite of its art and all the rest of it, it's actually a good show, getting disrespected like that because of her friends and who she around with. This is why I say you have to be very careful who you dealing with from marriage to the whole nine yards. And everybody needs to understand that real clear. But some of the reasons why the decisions were made concerning um, youth animation the media and all the rest of it and why they're making the media is making these types of decisions is because of the findings from this teen and screen survey in 2022 done by the University of Los Angeles. You know, also know them as UCLA and their earliest main findings is found out that teenagers between 11, let's make it fair. They say teenagers is 10 from 10 to 19. It's really 13 to 19. So I'm really going to say it's 13 to 19 because they still have something called a 6 to 10 book, a 7 to 11 book for rating systems and all the rest of it. Let's not go there. Let's just follow the track here. Teens were soundly rejected aspirational stories. I'm going to explain some, something weird about that there, too. Teens wanted to see stories about people that differ from their own identity as well as people that are hopeful enough lifting. Now, how can, one, how can two contradict one? Two can't contradict one. They don't like aspirational stories, but they wanted to see stories that differ from their own identity as stories of hopeful and uplifting. But what is aspirational? Uh, where's the disc? There's a gigantic disconnect between one and two. I'll explain in a minute. When asked to cast their own characters, 
the majority of teens wanted to lean towards a male black hero and a white male villain. Whereas the white folks still wanted the white main villain, but they also want white heroes. This was 26% of teens wanted black male heroes while 34.9% wanted white male villains. This comes down to the majority of all surveys teens except white young teens. Social media is a hub for authenticity for most teens. And then they said TikTok was the one here. Now, across all demographics, when they're talking about aspirational content, they rejected it. It was to have fun and escape while watching content, followed by real-life issues that impact systematic justice, climate change, and all of this thing. I will explain why that is front run. Black teens were the only race ethnicity group to say that their top choice was to see content with real-life issues that impact society, such as in systematic justice, follow the five screen while watching content. Then in the early to mid-2000s, this was done by Pew, also by our, uh, um, um, UCLA. They found that female financial success were the top-ranked values in popular TV consumed by adolescents. Then they showed contests were fun and escape us for the real-world issues. Depends some I feel they want to deal with the ups and downs. Then a men of female, which is um uh, of uh, a Middle Eastern at descent, they wanted to see different ethnicities. They wanted stories about hope, lies about their lives, like our own family and friendships. So this is their ranking for all the teenagers. Those lives, unlike their own hopeful, uplifting stories that were tied. Then number two was friendships and stories about social groups. Superhero stories was third, mental health, four, family life and relationships with parents, five, lifestyles of regular people, six, sets of romance, seven, guns and violence, eight, sports, nine, lifestyles of the rich and famous, 10, systematic injustice, 12, even though it was higher for African-American males. And, and, and uh, stories about non-binary and LGBTQ identities was 12, partying or other drugs or drinking, 13, for climate change, 14, this is the older teens lives life like their own hopeful and uplifting stories was split in between older teens. They wanted like they, then they wanted mel- had mental health and all the rest of these things, family life and relationships with friends and superhero stories with the younger teens. It was hopeful and lifting stories, um, superhero stories and stories about social groups, lifestyles of regular people, family health and mental health and guns and violence ties was tied with fifth there. Then the majority of the they wanted black men's black men as a hero. Then villain characters was the white guy. This was also front run. I'll explain it now. Then Nickelodeon had a studies of shades of us where similar casting exercises. They said they will cast a white boy as a hero 52 compared to only 19 that will cast a black boy in the same role. In addition, the children only considered casting black or Hispanic, but not white as the bully villain. The difference from the results in uncertainty could be that youth are becoming more progressive or because older teens are less inclined to stereotype based on historical representation. So they're saying there's a discrepancy between the CBS study that they did back in 2020 compared to what they did in 2022 and what they saw when they did their studies back before the world event crisis took place in 2020, uh, 2019. 
So I'm going to explain certain things about this study before we move on. Um, oh, you got to understand a lot of these things are front run. So there are there is an effect in the media, and yes, TikTok is on part of that effect. Sixty-eight percent of the people, uh, of the children in this study, uh, supported TikTok. Sixty-eight percent, and a lot of the content is supposed to be fun, effervescent, and Reddit, but a lot of it deals with some movements, some dis different topics, that sort of thing, and you can front run it. This is front run mostly because if we really look at it throughout TV, especially with the way that we see, say, Kanye West is, it will mention this in the bonus, the way Kanye West has been portrayed, the way that Russell Wilson has been portrayed in different ways. The way that um, how African Americans are being portrayed as this study saying they want more heroes. I know it's UCLA, it's Los Angeles, it's this, that, and the other. But the way they've been portrayed, it doesn't seem like it will lead it to success. And a lot of this is front run and the backlash against a lot of these heroes, especially when it came to what say how Black Panther was handled in the first movie compared to the second movie, and it, it doesn't look good. And so in two years time, you're gonna see a different type of change. You may see that it will lead more Hispanic hero and it might be more palatable to have Hispanic heroes because of certain sea changes I'm beginning to see in the um in America especially concerning with how black people are being seen whether it is unfortunate or disappointing this is where where we're headed towards another thing that uh, people are not beginning to recognize is is that as a businessman, if we do want the type of the we saw number seven relationships is number seven, which still has some sort of opportunity, but in the other two studies, they only kept it to five. It would have been like six or seven or eight as well. There are opportunities if they're willing to really change the gambit. What we beginning to see is, is that they wanted a black male hero, right? Okay, fair enough. But what do we see on TV? We see we the black male hero that was seen one time, um, as not necessarily a superhero, but was on the TV was Tom Sawyer, and it didn't do well. It got canceled after his first season. The one that was all American, which aired like a much earlier before the pandemic is still around and still doing okay on the CW and homecoming's also doing well. So he is a black male lead that can do that is doing well. 
we there's no problem with that but a lot of the other ones like winchesters um there's one that's a lead he's not really a lead but it's doing the day you have all these other shows that those leads don't exist or black male lead doesn't exist but you have black female leads he, but be, but they skew older like the equalizer that airs Sundays during football season as well as East New York which also airs during football season does better in the football season than after the season is over and because uh, Queen Latifa has a built-in audience that has been there ever since she has been in the rap game for a long time so you cannot disqualify her because of this because she does have a built-in audience the same thing with kevin costner in a way because he has been successful with uh, yellowstone and was has able to transfer yellowstone into other successes such as 1883 and what we're going to see with the next blackmail lead in the upcoming sequel to Yellowstone in 1883, 1934, which will have a black male lead that is based in Los, um, in, in New Orleans. So we'll see what they do there. But again, they want this lead and it's not there. And the only guy that you can see is that lead is The Rock and he's doing well with Black Adam despite a lot of the critics saying that his movie is bad. So, you also seeing that and let's not also forget the success rightly or wrongly of the Fats and Furious franchise. So that's another series that's also have done well. Just just to put in this thing, but a lot of the, the the money they're leaving off the table, interesting enough, if you see this study, is that the white female lead has fallen off and the highest lead there outside of white females and Latina females is Asian females. In fact, if we go and look at the hero casting preference here, outside of black females, which we still see there, being that's the highest there they still have white females very high they don't see latin or asian uh, asian males as hero casting references which also explains why chung uh, lee didn't do well but also can explain why another movie also did well i don't remember the name offhand because I didn't really like the premise of the movie was too much like Rick and Morty in certain ways. But outside of black females with a hero casting preference, one other thing that's there, white females didn't do too well. Latinx females were a little bit higher. Another one is Asian females, which was in second place behind the black females there. So if they really wanted to test the waters there, they wanted to they, they could do black female, black male, Asian female there. If they wanted to make a little bit of money and try to get a little bit of a different audience. Um, 
Whereas with the villain casting preference, it's both basically overwhelmingly white males and white females, but much lower than that. Actually, white females being higher on the villain scale compared to the heroes who are in there is quite interesting, according to this study from UCLA. What does this tell me? And this is scary. I is scary. The demonization is not fair in this media because it's not good. It's just not good. And Sorry about that, folks. It's not good. And I can understand that there is a cultural uh, 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 thing trying to bring about black men as heroes in this in America and all the rest of it. And they do it through commercials. This is what I mean by the front running. But... One of the things that you have to understand and realize is that casting white men as villains get to be too boring. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? It gets to be boring after a while. And I'm not saying they should be the heroes all the time, but can't they just be a character with Certain pensions that, yeah, you may not trust them in the story, mind you, but at least they're a fully fleshed character. A lot of these shows are failing because, and especially concerning with these um, sitcoms and these comedies, because they make a lot of these men look like idiots. Uh, it's a little worse with black men. Don't get me wrong, but they try to make a lot of white dudes look like a bunch of idiots. And that is not the case. And this is just examples of bad writing. I'm not talking about a race. It's just bad writing. They shouldn't be in Hollywood. If you're going to be casting a lot of it as Insepid, stupid, dumb fucks, Johnny Six Packs, whole lot of it. I don't play that game with nobody. And no writer should be doing it. Look, you just a liberal with, with bad teeth. You just a fucking communist with extra steps, bro. Stop playing games with me, man. I'm not, I'm done with blaming whole groups of people for the failures of individuals. We're done with that shit. And the inspirational and the aspirational shit that is not succeeding, you see it every Saturday morning when they just want to have fun and the only fun they're going to is TikTok and all the rest of it. 
Here's another thing that people did need, don't understand and need to get, get it through their heads. We're going a little long. I'm sorry if we're doing going a little long. A lot of these companies, especially Warner Brothers and especially others, are chasing an audience that no longer wants to deal with them. Chasing an audience that ultimately will not have the capital for them to continue to do these types of things with streaming and all the rest of it. This is a boondoggle that is going to destroy this media and especially with the news industry as I have mentioned many times before. Why are you chasing the people who will never have money? Why are you chasing the youth that will never have money? Never want, don't want to watch the shows that you want to watch. If we're beginning to see certain trends happening, that the trendsetters in Madison Avenue and Hollywood and Dirty and the Dirty Milestone have no absolutely no clue what is happening. Do you want to know some certain things that I began to see as things are starting to happen? You see, there is a lack of professionalism in the news media when it comes to interviews, when it's done on the internet. The, the lack of professional, professionalism in, this, in these interviews since the pandemic has started to make them look like YouTube stars and all the rest of them, like Twitch artists and all day, that shit does not fly and is inauthentic. There's a reason why people build money for these sets for them to use. It is there to be used. It is there for force projection or force majeure. It's there to make the person doing the interview look good. You're standing up, you're doing all this stuff, you're going to offices, going on the internet and all the rest of it. Don't you have the pipelines and the technology and the people around you for you to stand at a desk that you have spent like six and a half months to use, go into the next screen and just talk to them like you matter to these people. A lot of these people don't want inspirational things and all the rest of it, but they want hope and all the rest of it. If you're gonna act like you not professional, how are you gonna come and tell to these children that, oh, you have to dress a certain way, all the rest of it, but you on the internet looking at the through a screen for a, a computer and all these other things, and then you say, oh, we gotta act professional. Oh, we have to act professional, but these people are not acting professional. There's a reason why I said it's there. There's a reason why we built sets. There's a reason why even the farmers in the Kentucky farmers um um setup has asked people from Jack Morton to build sets for them. There's a reason. Because they want to look professional. How are you gonna look professional if you're gonna go on a room? Go to the internet to conduct an interview. What kind of nonsense is that? That's just one small aspect, but you're chasing things that nobody wants to see. And TikTok has continued to eat from 
YouTube, eat from this, eat from that, because all these women who are mostly TikTokers want to do is to have fun and dance. Because they can't dance anywhere else because everybody's scared of their own shadow. And so now they have created a new type of thing with this you with TikTok and the rest of it. And then it leads into the OnlyFans thing and all the rest of it. We're going to talk about that in the bonus soon. And then to end the bullshit with that, I told y'all motherfuckers so in the first episode of this season. I mentioned there was going to be some gigantic changes to coming. Guess what the first one is, Doctor Who. Disney has gotten a license agreement with the BBC to take over the reins of Doctor Who. And it will air on Disney Plus. Starting with the newest Doctor after... Tenet does his final three episodes. You can consider it those episodes to be the final three episodes of the original Doctor Who series. You can consider that it. It's going to happen to Star Trek when this shit fails with it, uh, um with uh Paramount Plus. It's starting to happen with Star Wars. The rumblings are starting, even though the Japanese may not have the money they need to do it. Once they get the money to do it, it, it watch out. You, you're you, you're going to see some shit. You won't see some shit. I, I warned you people that it's coming. When the BBC said we couldn't do all the little day and they said, oh, we don't got the money. Where do you think they're going to go? They're going to go to the Americans, bro. Didn't I warn all you motherfuckers? You, you thought I was playing. I warned y'all, stop playing me. Oh, it, 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 different industries were going in different places. Oh, you, 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 you fucking with you. You thought I was playing with y'all. Don't fuck with me. I know what I'm talking about. And here we are. Here we are. Don't fuck with me, bruh. I don't, don't. When this come with this media, bruh, I know I can get this by the, uh, Grim, the TV Grim Reaper. That's fun. I can take the hits. But when I'm right, oh, I'm right to the bone. Stop playing games with me. It's going to get worse. All this IP out here, you you think it did? It's all for the taking, bro. They do, these people do not care. They fucked their industry so bad, Disney has to come save their asses. You are a bunch of motherfuckers. You a bunch of motherfuckers. Did you see that? Wanna listen to what I said with the study? Okay. The study had white women last place when it comes to heroes. What was Doctor Who's recent incarnation as a white woman of 35 years old? Are you kidding me? Of course it was destined to disappear. Who are they going to replace Doctor Who with in this Disney incarnation of Doctor Who with the mega budgets and all the rest of it? A black Nigerian man. Can we just...
just look at the motherfucking bullshit and see what they're trying to do. And hello, isn't Disney working with UCLA on certain things? Hello. Stop playing me, bro. I, I don't. I'm not. I'm not meant to be trifled with. I've been doing this since I was 13 to fuck years old looking at the media and how it acts because I love animation. Don't fuck with me, bruh! You ain't shit. Speaking of Disney, what is Disney doing with hiring a guy who says animations for children? Well, I kind of said it in the wrong way. Animation is for everybody, but you know, and you know, uh, you know with, these, with the with the people and the children, and you know, it's for uh, the, it's to to switch things, to make women, the children sleep, and all the rest of it. Yeah, make children sleep. You make children sleep because it's the worst type of shit you give to children, which are supposed to be the most important things in our lives. We spend hundreds of millions of dollars with OnlyFans and all the rest of it, with all these um dating apps and all the rest of it, just so we can find somebody that actually looks good to have children with right and then we bring put them in there we have these issues with abortion and all the rest of it and they did and then we put them into this earth and you give them the weakest type of shit in the game out there said oh you can go to sleep now this that the other day so your educational system is fucked up your the way you will treat children is fucked up uh oh we'll get to that in the bonus too because it's really gonna go down okay then you're going to give them the weakest type of animation in the game. And then you have the cousin of Je of uh, Chuck Schumer, Amy Schumer, come up and say, animations for children and all the rest of it. Uh -huh, okay. And then you give them the worst type of shit out there on Disney Plus and all the rest of it. Y'all motherfuckers are clowns. Y'all clowns. Animation in this country with the leaders that you have now have absolutely no future unless unless you built an industry that will allow adults to watch animation without looking like they're a bunch of idiots or a bunch of freaks and all the rest of it you better figure that sh shit out real soon the first one that figures that out, they gonna be the next Disney. I don't even think you are seeing what is going on in TikTok with anime and all the rest of it. I don't think they, they're gonna develop something really interesting. The way they're doing videos now, okay, they're young, this and the other thing, but as they get older and get and the technology gets better and they're able to do long form and all the rest of it, Watch out, folks. It's going to be really fucking intriguing what they can do in animation. And let us be very cautious about what AI can do and what it cannot do and what they're trying to fix that cannot do to make it a do. We have got to realize that hard work pays off and not just AI tools to pay people off that shouldn't deserve it as the weakest motherfuckers in the game. We will have more about this media and the future of what's going to happen with 
Time Warner, Warner Discovery, does it go to CBS or does it go to NBC? We'll find out in the future and we'll keep you abreast on more of it as well. Coming up next, this election in November, the choice is truly clear. Call Denninger has something to say about that when we return right after this on Beyond This Earth. Beyond This Earth will continue right after these messages. Now return you to Beyond This Earth. Welcome back to Beyond This Earth. Nova Hollerbeck here. We're at the next segment. And Carl Denninger recently wrote something about Last Chance. On his marketticker.org site, he posted something about what's been going on in Nashville in particular with these Airbnbs. And these assaults that have happened there and why he's not going back to what he now calls Nashville, Tennessee. In a new post that he posted on his website, he says the following, there is a clear divide between parties in this coming, coming election. It is rather simple for where I said you might say this a bit journey or disturbing. You should. It is this. Is this nation where we are actually have a justice system with deterrence for personal and property crime against ordinary people, or must those of us who are not members of the criminal class conclude there is no purpose for police of any stripe and settle their own problems in a perfunctory and final manner? That is, that if they come after you, if a criminal comes after you, and there's no recompense for those actions, you must handle that business with the goddamn it. Basically. Call Denninger continues. There is usually very little room between the parties when it comes to real matters of consequence. Both print up credit like a crack addled nut job who just got a new credit card in the mail with a $20,000 line of credit on it. But one for one example, everyone in the political world loves to throw that at the other guy and gal, but in point of fact, nobody answers these questions. Witness the last couple of nights of debate by various parties talking about Medicare and Social Security. Neither party has said one factual word about either program, which is quite clear if you look at the MTS. Social Security has been running on a small operating deficit and thus is feasible on a permanent basis with a small and real increase in taxation. Just small. Neither party will admit this and both continually say they will strengthen the program without saying how, which is only through taxes. Nor has any party put forward and enacted these changes, and as he would remind you, the Democrats can do this at present since they hold 50 plus one seats in the Senate, and this is fiscal, thus it can go through without reconciliation. Hey, they, they already have the things to fit Social Security right now. They already have it. 
Just put it into a vote. 50 plus one. We done. I know. They have it. They have the votes. No reconciliation. No other bullshit. No supermajority bullshit. No filibuster crap. They can just do it now. They haven't done so. This is what I mean by failing in leadership when you're liberals. This is why nobody wants y'all motherfuckers around in the seat of power. You had the votes to handle all this shit. And then I see all y'all on the TV dancing with your political uh, thing saying, we gotta save the social security. But you have the power to save social security now. All the liberals had the power. Every liberal president had the power. They didn't do it. So don't come in here and say, vote for me. Most important election consequence, all the nice shit. And then you don't do it. How can anybody trust the liberal who says, we're going to save social security for the next generation. And you know that you have to do it through taxes and you don't put those taxes there. Instead, you do taxes for this and unable to release in bankruptcy for this, that. And then when you try to fix the problem, you try to recreate a new problem with um, with uh, 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 the student loan debt situation. What y'all doing? What y'all doing? Y'all playing games. Let us continue. This is Denninger. Medicare. And Medicaid, on the other hand, are not a matter. In the fiscal year ending in September, those two programs, known as CMS and the Treasury Statement, spent two trillion with a T dollars and had collected yes than full less than four hundred billion dollars in taxes to pay for. This is an operating deficit of more than eighty percent, and thus there is no possible way to increase the Medicare tax which is already have no cap on earnings. And as long you have to multiply it five times to bring the program into balance, which is impossible. And it's doubly impossible when you have millennials that will never reach the point of their boomer parents when it comes to financial security and economic force of that same security and wealth. Denninger continues. This will simply never happen and having a conversation on fixing it despite the obvious. The entire federal deficit and dusted federal debt and our inflation rest there. It will not stop until this is addressed, irrespective of what anybody else tries to tell you. While you can play tricks and make it appear that inflation is subsidizing it, it is not. It is not. And it will never until this is stopped. This will instantly destroy the nation's fiscal health and our economy. It is not subject to doubt. Either we tax this, fix this, or the nation descends into economic hell that it will never get out of. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Indeed, an enormous part of it is what is going on right now in inflation and is exactly due to this reason, as Deniger predicted many years ago. Voting will not do anything this time because it hasn't done it for 20 years. Both parties continue to lie, cheat, and BS the public. 
And the reason my personal, uh, well, my personal observation is because of prostitution, of course, and sex trafficking in the whole nine yards. We already explained it. I'll explain more in the bonus. And you, for that part, are perfectly okay with this. I have yet to see one politician dragged out of office from behind the lectern from his or her hair for running that crap, and they all should have done been done a long time ago. When it comes to physical crime, whether it ended property or personal or however, there is a difference. There's a basic element of criminal justice that is constant and always has been present. To deter crime, you must make the basic criminal computation from the perspective of the potential criminal negative. That is, basic arithmetic multiplication. The odds of getting caught times penalty if caught must be greater than the benefit of the crime. In other words, from the expectation of the criminal, he or she must expect to lose rather than gain from the act to be about to be undertaken. This cannot truly be an analytical exercise because criminals, like all other people, gravely overestimate themselves and underestimate others. That is, the crook rarely believes that he will get caught and even more rarely believes that they will receive the alleged full penalty of the law, whatever that might be. But this is fact Aside, if you wish to deter criminals from that calculation, as a criminal makes it, and not you, must be negative. <laughs> if it isn't you, you will get more crime. Human beings respond to incentives, and this is a basic fact of humanity, basic fact of humanity, that has never changed. And never will change. Horschel, Whitmer, and others, that's the governors and senators running for elected office right now in the upcoming 2022 elections, have all taken, that is an important sort of view towards criminals and their actions. This is true across the board. It is illegal to cross our border as a non-citizen without going through a former port of entry and gain permission from Customs and Border Patrol from entering the nation. Think not go to any regular border crossing. And what is the process? You have a gate, a person who reminds, examines you and your credentials and makes your decision. You have no right as a non-citizen to simply ignore said person. That's a fact. The same is true in the blue cities, all of them. Basically, DAs do not prosecute and does cops assessing that it is a waste of time because the person caught will be back on the street within hours and never spread any spend any time in prison for their acts. Without prosecution, there is no punishment, of course. So here again, we must answer. Is this going to change or is this the only answer for those of us who are now expected to simply be victims to accept being victimized repeatedly as as criminals and may choose or do we act on a preemptive basis ourselves the latter is not a good place for any society to go we have a form of rule of law for several good reasons not the least of which is that there is an exception that you must first prove the person accused really did do the crime before punishment is imposed 
If that is all there is left to deter crime as a preemptory as for ordinary citizens, that protection is gone. It, that is it ejectly bad, but yet it and its derivative ads aimed at the politicians who turn ordinary citizens into involuntary victims is to be expected when one is told that they must submit to armed robbery, rape, or worse. This is interestingly a real difference between the political parties vying for office in a couple of weeks. You probably want to keep that in mind. We're going to say more about that in the bonus upcoming on this after this episode. You really want to listen to it. It's not really you ain't shit, but really, it is very important. So we're going to talk about that later on. Coming up next, final segment, and a lot less wrap it all up in a bowl. We'll be back right after this on Beyond This Earth. Beyond This Earth will continue right after these messages. to be on this surf Nova the Hollerback. let's go through the news that some of the news that you have missed through the week the New York Post has fired a rolling poorly who hacked the company's Twitter company's Twitter account and website to post deeply hateful messages The European Central Bank has raised interest rates by a whopping 75 basis points in order to stamp out inflation in Europe. Ye has said he has lost $2 billion in one day after companies have ended business ties with him. And in the World Series, was as of this recording, which is late, late, late at night, the Phillies have beaten the Astros in Game 1 Six to five. That is some of the news that you have missed this week, and we're going to talk about more as things continue on in this final segment. Let's go to some space news, some dealing with Mars. It turns out that Dayton Kim at ZFT York in Switzerland and his colleagues have found that the surface waves coming from Mars from the lander the insight lander dealing with the meteorite impacts that were picked up from the lander turns out that mars's crust is much denser than we thought possibly indicating that mars had water or even more importantly, Mars has water inside of its crust, which is possibly, maybe, 
a way for us to dig that water out, clean it out purely and possibly give astronauts a fighting chance on Mars in 2030. 2030, folks, not 2028, 2030. Well, maybe 2028, you never know. But we're 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 six years from there. But a lot of a lot of stuff can happen in six years. Trust me on that. So also that there may be quakes on Mars, and it's very possible there is magma. On the surface of Mars. I mean, not on the surface of Mars, under Mars. So there's water, caves, water, and now magma, which means volcanoes, which means Olympus Mons might be doing a little bit of the chicken job pretty soon to release some magma. Very soon. It's going to be wild up there. Not only that, there is a huge possibility there might be a huge amount of water or a hidden ocean under the water on Earth. So there's crust, upper crust, inner crust, an ocean of water, magma, um core that's wild but there's still being studies being checked out on that one as well so a lot of things happening inside the earth and above the earth some things that that have to be looked into and of course we're still waiting for Artemis to finally lift off. We're going to be waiting a little bit longer than that. November 17th. So we're waiting for that to come out as well. Bonus coming up. After the show is finished. Make sure you listen to it. Deals with all the things that have been happening. And puts it into a nice bow so a lot of people can go through it and understand what's going on. <sighs> Some two things concerning with what is going on with what we talked about with the media and the rest of it. Mr. Beast, which is one of the most popular YouTube channels out there, says that he is looking for a billion dollar valuation for his company that he built from YouTube and all the rest of it. And he wants to use that billion dollar valuation to grow his rest of his businesses. If he is successful, he will become one of the first influencers to get that billion dollar valuation. Which means that you're going to see such people as Simon Wessler and others get into much higher terms with these businesses. And knowing that the content that he airs is important, you're going to see this happen. A lot of these YouTubers are going to start to become media powers right in front of your faces. 
And once they start seeing that type of money, the mainstream industry is going to change in ways you cannot possibly predict, especially with TikTok and all the rest of it, getting them billion dollar valuations and just having that money out there. It might be too little too late, but it's better to get that money now and figure out ways how to handle it when the type tough times come before all this happened. Let me make something of a um realization as it were first realization that has come up for many many years is that there were a lot of people that should have reached the same point as dr beast dr uh, mr beast dr disrespect and others should have reached the same level you can say that Simon Whistler is at that same level, almost at that point now. You can say that all these things that they come come to that point now. We now just recently heard that um million dollars worth of game now has signed a one hundred million dollar contract with Barcelona Sports, uh, making them pretty much the next to chief president, stool president the biggest people on the business. And Wallow, who had gone through a lot of things in life and then has now reached that particular point in life that um, he's made it out and made something of a success after going through the things he went through in jail, which is um, absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. But we'll explain about that in the bonus. That's another thing we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about real and fake. A real, what a real man is and what a fake man is. We want to talk about that as well. Um, but a lot of the things that have happened with it, you're going to get million dollar valuations on it. A lot of people should have gotten a million dollar valuations. They should have deserved it. If they have done, done that, the media, as we have seen it, would have never been the, the way that it is now with all this feminized look and what have you. It wouldn't have done been gone through all this we would be in a much different place with different problems of course but those problems can be handled in very simple ways these problems here no you're 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 we're playing with fire we're playing with devastating fire that's gonna break this industry into a billion pieces so congratulations to those that made it and those that have survived to made it but the changes that are coming is going to be absolutely crazy. So we're going to be watching that as well. Ladies and gentlemen, we are about two weeks. If I am right, two weeks, we are going, yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Yup. Where are two weeks? About the ninth. Because it has to be after the election is over. Two days after the election, over the tenth, Friday of the tenth, <clears throat> that we will reopen Guru Gothic. We are going to reopen. 
the website on November 10th, and it took a lot longer than I thought it had to be. I thought it was going to be ready this summer. It wasn't ready this summer. It is now going to be ready on November 10th. And uh, it, it, not a lot of things have changed. I'm still There will still be fixes here and there for this, but I think the majority of the site is now usable, fetchable for everyone involved. And I think it had to be done in that the way that I had to do it. So after that, I'm going to be working on the Tsunami special, which I think I have an idea how it will look and how it will be shaped. And I think it's important for that as well. I'm also doing another opening that will actually be open before the 10th, before the 9th, before the 10th of November that has to do with all these other things that I'm doing on the animation side and whatnot. So we're going to do that particular thing as well. Next week on Beyond This Earth, it is the election preview. We're going to talk about all of these election things and whatnot. And we're going to talk about these school shootings that are still going on around this country, even despite the fact they've increased security and all the rest of it. We're also going to talk about the news of the week and anything else that has be of importance as well. Again, another election thing that we'll talk about. And then in two weeks, we are going to go through... What happened in this election with a special election episode again? And we're going to talk about all the things they put in, the those that made it through and those that didn't go through. So we're going to talk about the majority of the show, at least at least the first two segments of the show and, the, and parts of the final segment. We're going to discuss what happened in that election. So... Very busy times ahead for everybody. Thank you for listening to Beyond This Earth. We are coming back next week with an all new episode. This is Novid Holiday. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podcasts Addict, Radio Republic, now on Stitcher. Officially now on iHeart Podcast. Now on Amazon Music, wherever you get truly your radio show. True. And I do mean true. We will see all of you next time on Beyond This Earth. This Earth is a Garo Gothic production.